What's up everyone, it's Dinesh here and welcome to the second episode of SG Millennial Money. On our last episode, I talked about how you can take your first step to achieve financial independence. So if you haven't listened to that, you can tune into that first. But today, we're going to talk about how much savings is enough. And is enough really enough? I think a lot of us these days, myself and my friends included, we have always understood the importance of saving money. Our parents always told us, don't anyhow spend, ah. don't waste your money. Ah. So what we did, many of us, we stored our money away deep in our POSB kids savings account till this day. However, have you ever stopped to question just whether or not you have actually saved enough, like you're done saving or when will you ever be done saving? Now, I asked myself this question and I, I couldn't find the answer. So I did some research and what I found was actually quite surprising. Okay, The ideal savings amount is actually only 3 to 6 months of your living expense. And this is meant to be your rainy day fund or your emergency money. This money isn't supposed to be used to pay your high tilau bill if your pay hasn't come in. Okay, This money is, is needed because life is unpredictable and there may be times when you are caught unprepared and that's where your emergency funds come in. These funds are meant to tide you over an unplanned or urgent event that's suddenly setting you back financially. For example, an unexpected home repair, an unexpected medical bill, or touch wood, touch wood for all these things, maybe even an unplanned um, retrenchment. I mean, retrenchment is usually unplanned. But yes, there's no fixed amount to how much you should keep in your emergency funds because everyone's situation is different. We live in different houses, we have different lifestyles, so we have different expenses. Three to six months worth of your living expense definitely does not include your shopping for clothes or your bubble tea money. It only consists of the bare essentials for you to survive. Your food, your house, and your utilities if you're paying any utilities, and your transportation. Now of course, I just told you that this amount is not fixed. And you're right, if you want to continue your unchanged lifestyle for 3-6 to six months, for example, you keep buying your own bubble tea, you keep eating high tea, lao, keep going out with friends, if you want to continue that lifestyle, then you're going to need 3-6 to six months worth of your salary instead of your living expenses. Okay, it all really depends on how much of a safety net you want to keep in case things go south, which we all know has happened recently for a lot of us, and we don't want it to happen again, so touch wood, touch wood, touch wood. If you're feeling scared and you really want an extra safety net, it's not uncommon for you to want to want that. Lah. So you can even save 12 months of your salary. It's a lot. But some people, they need that security. And it varies from each individual. But the general guideline of how much one should save up at all times is 3 to 6 months of your living expenses. It's just a guideline. Now it goes without saying that once you use up your emergency fund, to help yourself over rainy days. It should also be the first thing you start to replenish once skies are clear. Don't happy happy can travel already. Then go spend even more money traveling before topping up your emergency funds. Okay, your safety net saved you. So now it's time to save it and it's time to start saving. Now you may already be asking me, oh, where should I keep my emergency funds? 
now that I've saved up or you're starting to save up that is a valid question and no you're not supposed to stash it all around your house ah. don't stash it in your clothes don't stash it under your bed no ah. keep your emergency fund in a high interest savings account anything that beats the inflation rate ah, Dinesh what is inflation rate why suddenly you're talking about balloons okay I'm not talking about balloons what is inflation simply put inflation is the overall increase in prices in the economy very chim maybe okay no, it's not. It's very simple. For example, if last year a loaf of bread cost one dollar, and this year a loaf of bread cost one dollar and two cents, then the inflation would have been two percent. Okay, simple. Just that's it, it, maybe I'm oversimplifying it a lot, but that's the general gist of it. That's the general idea. So in 2019, the inflation rate for Singapore was 1.4 percent. So any savings account that has an interest rate higher than that should be a good start. You at least know you're not losing value stashing away your money in that account. There are a bunch of high yield savings accounts out there. However, there are a lot of requirements that you have to meet each month for some of them. And as much as possible, you want this to be a rather passive thing. You don't want to constantly be looking at it saying, Oh, I need to meet this. I need to deposit $3,000 worth of salary. I need to get a home loan. No, you don't wanna. You don't wanna think of all that. You just wanna put your money there and know you're beating the inflation rate. Okay, you don't wanna be constantly hunting for extra five percent. I mean, extra zero point five percent. Okay, with interest rates taking a turn for the worse, especially during this pandemic, it may be hard to find a bank that has a high yield savings interest rate. But if there's a will, there's a way. And I keep my emergency funds personally. I keep it with um a company called Sing Life, but they are actually not a bank per se. They are actually a life insurer. But before we get any further, I do feel the need to say that I am not sponsored by them and I am not a financial advisor. I'm merely sharing with you what I do with my own money. So moving forward, SingLife has an account which offers up to 2.5% non-guaranteed returns. I do need to say this. However, they have been delivering their 2.5% to me for the past half year or so that I have been with them. And you can withdraw your money with them within a few hours. However, for me, it was more like 15 minutes. It wasn't very long. They say it's a few hours, but... Or some people say it's a few hours, but I've gotten it within 15 minutes whenever I choose to withdraw the money from there. And you can even get a debit card with them. Although this is something that I recommend not doing because getting a debit card for your emergency funds account, to me, it's like leaving your door unlocked. As much as possible, our emergency funds should not be used. But having a debit card is like having the power to get what you want, when you want, with money that shouldn't be used. It's like it's always there tempting you and you don't want that. I'd like to share a quote by the late Uncle Ben. With great power comes great responsibility. Okay, okay, never <laughs> It's also good for you to know that Sing Life only offers the 2.5% interest rate for the first $10,000 and 1% interest for the next $90,000, up to $100,000. Okay, and then there aren't really any hoops to jump through, which is one of the best parts, which is why I chose Sing Life. For those of you that are a bit more skeptical, Sing Life is actually licensed by the MES, by the Monetary Authority of Singapore, and it's also protected by the Singapore Deposit Insurance Corporation, or SDIC, under the Policy Owners Protection Scheme, or PPF Scheme, which is a lot of abbreviations, but basically it's licensed by our government and it's safe. 
If you have no idea where to start your journey to financial independence after tracking your expenses, you can put your money in a high-yield savings account. It doesn't necessarily have to be Sing Life. Okay, there are other high-yield savings accounts out there that I know some of my friends use too. Once that you may have more hoops to jump through, of course, some of which include salary crediting, taking up home loans, getting insurance with them, investing with them, and all of it with the same bank. So you can actually get a higher interest rate so it can all be done, even more so if you're a working adult. However, it is also always good to keep our minds open and have backups in case touch wood what happened earlier this year repeats itself or if 2020 has a Christmas gift for us. Now I hope you understand the importance of an emergency fund. However, many of you may now be asking, how? How do I save up 3-6 to six months of my expenses? I don't have that much spare cash or spare money lying around. And that's totally fine. That's understandable. I don't expect you to suddenly have an emergency fund out of nowhere. But you do need to start saving up for it. And a good way to do this is to follow a 20% savings rate. This means whatever income you have for the month, you diligently put aside 20% to build up your emergency fund. You can think of this 20% like another CPF deduction. Money that you owe yourself and money that is for the future you. If you're really feeling up to it, you're really feeling up to it, and you have set your own goals already, this percentage can go as high as you want. There's really no limit. Some people even save 99% of their income. That's crazy, okay? But these people, they are able to do this simply because they have a ridiculous salary on top of being extremely frugal. An example of this person would be someone like Stephen Graham. He's a very, very frugal person. He's a very famous YouTuber and real estate agent. But that's for another story. For us regular people... A 65% savings rate is already outstanding. And 20% again is just a guideline. And ideally what you would want is to also pay yourself or put the money in your emergency fund as soon as you get your pay. Now, some of my friends asked me before whether or not they can keep their emergency funds in a fixed deposit which means they lock up the money for a specific time in the future. Now, at first, this might seem like a good idea because your emergency funds are not for you to use like on impulse and having them readily available might give some people the tendency to want to spend it. Okay. However, the answer is unfortunately a resounding no. Okay, You should never keep your money in a fixed deposit. Okay, Your emergency funds act as your safety net in case of any unforeseen circumstances okay you aren't able to make use of the funds if they are in a fixed deposit so i'm pretty sure that's quite clear cut if you suddenly need the money right now to pay off let's say um your house um there's you need to pay off a home repair your roof collapse for example i know hdb roofs don't collapse but let's just say for example the, the lighting goes out and your whole house has no more lights all the light bulbs burst and then you need to buy so many light bulbs you need the money now. If it's in a fixed deposit, you can't possibly redraw it all out without incurring penalties. So you want your emergency funds to be as liquid as possible at 
all times, which means to be cash that is easily accessible whenever, wherever, however. Depending on the goal that you set for yourself, be it 3, 6, or even 12 months of your expenses, you now have a definite goal for your emergency fund. And once you reach that goal, there are a ton of other things you can do with your excess money. Don't go around spending it now. Remember, we still have a lot of things in the future we have to pay for, like our house, maybe even a car, our wedding. So aside from our emergency funds, it's not uncommon to have multiple accounts for different goals in life. With a little determination and a focused attitude, financial freedom isn't so far-fetched anymore. The first step is always the hardest and you actually already have both feet past the door. So don't waste the time you have right now. And with that, we have come to the end of the second episode. Join us next week where we interview a millennial and a Zoomer to find out their take on money. Is it good? Is it bad? Well, there's only one way to find out. Till then, have a great week. Wow, my pay haven't come in late.